Hello and welcome to the Wednesday, September 22nd, 2021 edition of the Sands and Storm Center's Stormcast. My name is Johannes Ulrich and today I'm recording from Jacksonville, Florida. Today I took a little bit of closer look at the private relay feature that Apple included in iOS 15. This feature is supposed to provide privacy similar to VPN services and in particular they're actually using one uh, server to receive the data then forward it to a second server that will then emit the request back into the internet by having uh, this sort of split setup under different administrative uh, control they state that even an insider essentially wouldn't be able to link a particular outgoing request with a specific user. Now, in order to connect to this, you need to have an Apple Plus subscription. So you do have uh, to authenticate to the service as well. All the data is being transmitted over UDP uh, port 443. So they're using a quick or HTTP3 here in order to transmit the data. The endpoints appear to have IPv4 as well as IPv6 addresses. So even if you are in an IPv4 only network, you may be able to connect to IPv6 resources using this service while not specifically being built to sort of hide your location. There are two different options how you can assign yourself a location. You can let Apple work it out or you can use the country and time zone settings on your particular device. Apple does publish a list of all the egress IP addresses that are used for this service. So in short, it's pretty close to a VPN, but not quite in particular. Some apps may not take advantage of it. I experiment, for example, with the Ookla speed test application and it did not use the private really. To detect if someone on your network is using private relay, look for DNS requests for mask.icloud.com or mask-h2.icloud.com. And by blocking these DNS requests, you can also block the use of private relay. So overall, it's not bad, uh, but uh, not a full uh, VPN. Uh, so whether or not you take advantage of it, well, it depends, I think, if you already have a VPN. Of course, it's sort of baked into the operating system. Uh, so private really is pretty straightforward to use once enabled. And then sticking with another Apple story, and that's a new vulnerability in macOS Finder that makes it relatively easy to trick a user into executing arbitrary commands. The problem here is the extension inet lock. Uh, files with this extension can contain uh, plists that are uh, then being executed. And the second problem here is that if the schema uses file colon. Now, file colon uh, typically is not executed and used without a specific user interaction. But apparently that's only true if the word file is written in all lowercase. If you're using mixed case like uppercase F or if you're just uh, using lowercase F, then uppercase I and then lowercase LE. In that case, you can bypass any warning. And once a user clicks on the file, it's 
automatically executed. Uh, this is exploitable via email. So a file like this would arrive as an email attachment. And then all the user has to do is basically be curious enough to open the file and the command executes. Given how easy it is to exploit this vulnerability, I wouldn't be surprised if there are some attachments like this already going around. So best probably to block all attachments with the extension .inet lock. Exploitation via web pages is possible as well. And VMware did release an advisory today for vCenter. Uh, this fixes a critical vulnerability that could be used to execute arbitrary commands on vCenter. All it takes is upload a file uh, to vCenter and then uh, the commands in this file could be executed. But of course, we all don't really expose port 443 on vCenter to the world. And if you're a miner in a household that uses a Netgear a router and uh, parents are uh, using the circle feature in Netgear uh, to block access to a certain site, please stop listening. Well, uh, there is a remote code execution vulnerability in this feature that could be exploited by someone with a machine in the middle of position. The updates for Circle are downloaded via HTTP, so it would be relatively easy for an attacker to modify the information being downloaded, and this could then be used for arbitrary code execution. And that's it for today, so thanks again for listening, and talk to you again tomorrow. Bye.